Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast with your hosts, Drew and Daniela. Today, we would like to talk about what it's like to be a sibling. I know some of us out there had the luxury of being only children, wanting (laughs) brothers and sisters, and others grew up with siblings and were like, damn, I want to know what it's like to be an only child. That was me in my case, anyways. But we're going to discuss what those, what that dynamic looked like or how our experiences were growing up in a household full of children other than ourselves. Daniela, you were, uh, can't speak. <laughs> so my sibling situation is interesting because I have a half sibling. My parents are divorced, so... I'm part of two sibling dynamics and one of them, I'm the youngest. And then in the other one, I'm a middle child. Um, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. With my mom and my dad, I'm the youngest because I have an older brother. And then with my dad, I am the middle child. Granted, my younger sister, my younger half sister, she wasn't in my life in the same way as that my older brother was because I lived with my older brother and you know looking back on it it was a it's interesting to be part of this dynamic because in some ways I'm the young one the youngest one and then in other ways I am that older sibling role model so I was actually thinking about it right now I'm like wow that's a lot for me to navigate (laughs) it definitely is I it's crazy so you must have I know it from a certain point in your life, you always thought you were going to be the youngest. I wonder at what point you felt differently about that. Like when your sister came, when your half sister came along, like how did that change the way you felt? Well, even before my sister was born, um, I was already feeling like me and my brother were second to my dad because he had a new wife. I think I remember that feeling. Uh, Okay, true. Yeah. So when my sister was born, it was more like, oh, I mean, at the time, I don't, I don't necessarily feel this way now. Um, But growing up, it was always like, why does my sister get the things that I would have wanted for me? So it was very complicated. It was very strange. I actually didn't get along with my sister. Not that I didn't get along with her, but she thought very highly of me and she like really looked up to me. And I was always like, meh, like, I don't want to be around you type of thing because of how I felt about the situation. It actually wasn't until we were much older where I started to realize, all right, it's not my sister's fault, whatever happened between me and my parents. And she still thinks very highly of me. And I would say that we have a better relationship than we used to, but it's not a usual like older sibling to younger sibling relationship, like the ideal. That wasn't the case with my brother either. My brother, I think he spent a long time being conflicted 
about whether or not to be my brother or be a father figure because he's 10 years older than I am. And, you know, my mom was a single mom. So there was a lot, you know, talking about this now, I actually realized, wow, there was a lot that went into the relationships dynamics that I, that I had with my siblings. I just rambled, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to, that's a lot to unpack, I think. Yeah. In reality, because you have so you have so much going on you have you know, your father starting a new relationship with a new woman get, you know moving apart from there so you're already having all these things going on right separation from that and then you have a child brought into the picture that is not in your original family unit plus i'm sure all those other things going on so that's that's a lot and that's not that's definitely not your traditional uh sibling experience because there's yeah, so many Go ahead. It was unhealthy in a lot of ways in which you experienced it. It wasn't it wasn't like, oh, there's a new baby coming into the house in the same family yeah. unit. So you have to deal with your father and his wife and their new child and yeah. what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember even when my sister was like in her like tween years, um, she started to play soccer and I really didn't like that she started to play soccer. Like that was my thing. And I think this aspect is probably common amongst siblings. There's always like that jealousy component of the younger sibling sometimes following or wanting to be like the older sibling. I don't know if you experienced this, but it, it's something that I've, it's a story that I've heard when she started to play soccer. I was like, damn, like that's my thing. Why does she have to have that? And I think there are siblings out there who can probably relate to that feeling, at least older siblings. I think, well, that's your story to start off. I guess <laughs> my story is I didn't have any, uh, fragments of a family. I, I had my brother and my sister in my life. Um, we're not that far apart. I think my sister's four years younger than me. My brother's three and a half years older than me. So I'm smack dab in the middle. However, growing up, I always felt that I was different than both of them, that, that my parents saw me a lot different than my siblings. As I think I operated at a different level when it came to um, certain aspects of sharing, certain aspects of uh, like things like that. I think they fought amongst themselves about a lot of things. They had a lot of commonalities where I would like kind of sit in the cut and watch them and observe them. Don't get me wrong. I was, uh, I loved antagonizing my sister, my youngest sister. <laughs> I've heard stories. Yeah. Me and my brother would, you know, we, we did, we, we played a lot of the same games, sports, whatever. So um, because we're boys, you know, two, two boys and mm -hmm. younger girl, the younger girl has no other influence besides the boys. So my sister would try to, you know, if we were in our room, cause a lot of time me and my brother shared a room. So my sister would come into our room and want to, you know, hang out with us. And, or if we had a friend over, she'd want to be there and we'd like, you know, get out. And that was, um, it was annoying because my sister just wanted to be a part, you know, like looking back at that, I'm like, wow, it was, it was, it was cute. You know, she just really wanted to, to be around us. She admired the things that we were doing. My sister was a little tough. She was a little tomboyish to an extent. She liked, she liked playing with Barbies, but she was a little tomboyish. I mean, she was around two, two boys that you know, would fight and, and, you know, curse all the time and say foul <laughs> things and watch violent mm -hmm. movies. So that influence was there. But I think growing up, I always felt different. I always felt that I was special. 
in my in, in a weird way like or just or or the black sheep of the family there's a joke that um my my my, my sister and my brother always say that that i was adopted that i was not uh I was I was acquired <laughs> that I am not because I am not like them in mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. So it it's like I felt good I felt good about being different. I had something special about me, but at the same time I also felt like an outcast of my own household because nobody understood me or I, I was I was not like them and mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt alone in that sometimes a lot of the times too. If that makes sense. Did you feel alone? Um, based on the sibling dynamic that I had with my brother, I, I would say it was less about feeling alone and more about feeling judged or like criticized. Because again, see my relationship dynamic with my brother was, he is 10 years older than me. So he... I think unknowingly took on the role of not just being my brother, but being like a father figure. And I mean, I didn't know this at the time, but I didn't need a father figure. I needed, I needed a brother. I actually remember (laughs) when I was 16 years old, um, I, I got my tongue pierced. And I remember prior to that, my brother had given me like a, just, you know, that, that speech, like, you can come to me with anything. Like I won't judge you all of these things. And I remember when, he realized that I got my tongue pierced. He said, he said something along the lines of, you know, I can't believe that you would do that. Like you really let me down. You really deceived me. That's something that like sluts do. I remember feeling very judged and I wouldn't share things with my, with my brother in that sense. Um, I would say that I felt more alone or different in the relationship dynamic I had with my sister. So what I was saying earlier was that, she thought really highly of me. She wanted to be a lot like me. And the the way that I felt alone was like, she was praised for wanting those things, but I wasn't encouraged to have a sense of individuality in that sense, at least not from her mom. And my dad, you know, my dad was my dad, I guess, like not my dad, but he was probably stuck between being a dad to me and then being a dad to my sisters. It's all like in talking about it, it's pretty complicated. But I remember she would say, her mom would say things like, Oh, she loves you so much. Like she thinks so highly of you. Like she looks up to you so much. And I remember thinking like, I don't, I don't really care. So I felt very alone in the sense of, I felt, I I don't know how to describe it other than, I felt like, damn, like I'm my own person, you know, why can't my dad see the things about me? Why do I have to be attached to my sister? Which it doesn't really just explain like feelings of loneliness, but that's, that was my experience um, within those dynamics. Well, I think more or less they were not understanding of how you would, how you should, I mean, they they were, I guess they, what's the best, best way to explain this? They were insensitive to approaching you about things, you know, like when somebody, yeah. I guess, gets the better end of things and mm-hmm. they come to you and they, and they want to share the good news, but you just got like stepped on and you, you feel like down. Yeah. They don't want that. Per- you should be like, you know what? I don't want to talk about me. I want to, let's talk about you. What's going on with you. And it was, it was like the other way. Oh, you should love your sister. Your sister's so amazing. Your yeah. sister loves you very much. Like, do you understand 
if you from, from my they never looked at your perspective mm-hmm. and i was very selfish to them um without getting yeah. into too much detail yeah uh, that's for another show but <laughs> but that perspective of course i i think you would you yeah i mean your sister was the byproduct of that and you just had no control over it but i just think that they didn't like look at it and say wow you know like she would be upset she would be annoyed i mean like she's yeah it's 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 interesting to consider and i think in some ways you and i are both ultimately the middle child and yet yeah. we had different experiences were you were you ever compared to your brother i like to be able to i like to be the one so for instance if we played sports and i your my i would do something you know it's hard to say cuz i was pretty good <laughs> my brother did some things but um, I, I didn't want my mom to be like oh you, your brother too your brother does like when my mom would say oh yeah your brother does that too it's like fuck that guy i know i did it better i'm my dad my dad was a pretty good athlete he played baseball very well my dad could hit the ball so do you f- think that there was a part of you that wanted to be better than your brother to gain approval from your parents and your dad it was, it was my dad so for for most things it was for my dad like if I hit the ball, I want to make sure I hit it further and I did it better than my brother because I wanted to be compared to as my dad because I looked up to my dad as far as his sports prowess. Is that? I don't know. His his sports abilities. Like my dad mm-hmm. did magnificent things. Like my dad, when my dad played, he played with his heart and soul and like he crushed the ball. So for me, it was like when I hit the ball, I wanted my dad to see it. And I wanted my dad to be like, that one was crushed. That one was like, you know, like like he would do it. My brother did it. It was like, eh, you know, I didn't want to be, comp- I didn't want to be like part of a group where my, my brother did it too. I, I hated on my brother a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, in, in a lot of ways, didn't really respect my brother's hustle in sports because he was, he was a little lazy. He did mm-hmm. some things good, but he's just, he wasn't really an athlete. Let's put it that way. There's, there are some things that my brother does really well that I, that I'm not really able to do, able to do, but you know, I wanted to earn those points for my dad. Now, when it came to my mom, every and once again, my my brother and sister say that I'm the favorite because I guess in a lot of ways, similarly growing up, I am a lot like my mom in in in, in certain behaviors and certain things that I do, very similar. So I kind of like that individuality, and and if my sister or my brother wanted to compare themselves and be in part of that club. I didn't want in on that. I wanted to kind of be the individual that kind of shined. I wanted to be the favorite, but I also didn't want to be Jesus. known as the favorite. But, <laughs> but, I, but I also didn't want to be known as the favorite. It was like I wanted sure. to be – I wanted. I was a black sheep, but I also wanted to be the black sheep, but I didn't want to be the black sheep at the same time. Yeah, that's not confusing at all. Well, it's like, <laughs> it, like it's a double-edged sword, right? It's – it's oh, it's cool to be a loner, but then it's also lonely to be the loner, and it's it, yeah. it, so it's like maybe I didn't have as many friends. My sister had more friends. My brother had more friends. I was like I had less friends. I was different, so I felt like a loner. Mm-hmm. But then when I did something, I guess extraordinary, or did something that nobody else did, I was alone in that. But it was awesome to be there alone, like lonely at sure. the top kind of thing. Yeah, it's a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good and bad, but I always had that kind of chip on my shoulder being the middle child, I guess. Yeah. And I think that there's, there's like, it's a common story for middle children to kind of be in this, um, club, 
well, I I was not gonna say club. I was gonna say more like in this limbo of, you know, I'm I'm not. You're like in competition with your siblings, and depending on your like how your parents, um, I guess like raised you and your siblings, you're either gonna be a super competitive person like Drew is super super competitive, or you're gonna totally shy away from being a competitive person because it's never gonna be good enough. Um, so being a middle child and, you know, each each birth order has its different, I guess, like effects or different dynamics. Um, but it's interesting to have conversations about it. I don't ever think I had conversations about like, hey, what's it like to be a middle child? Or what's it like to be the youngest child in one family dynamic and yet the middle child in another family dynamic? We didn't. I didn't really have those conversations, you know, and even, even in the beginning, you said, uh, sometimes, uh, kids have the luxury of being an, like an only child. I actually recently learned that in, in my sister's experience, she, she knew she had siblings, but she did grow up in a single child home. We didn't live with her and we were having a conversation and she said something along the lines of, it was really hard for me to understand that there was other people's perspective in the world because everything was revolving around me mm-hmm. and she had, she had a hard time. So I think whether you're, where you're an only child, whether you're a middle child or a younger child or the oldest child, there's some type of dynamic that unfolds that's placed on you that it's not talked about, you know, d- depending on, the relationship dynamic your parents have and how they see you and how they view siblings. Um, and I think it's important to talk about it now because it's part of gaining awareness. You know, as adults, I think about the relationships that I have with my siblings and I, I love my siblings. I love my brother. I love my sister, but sometimes I wonder, you know, how different would our relationships be if, you know, the circumstances were different you know, if in a different life, my parents had stayed together, what kind of life would we have lived? You know, what kind of relationship would me and my brother have had if he was focused on being the older brother and not in this difficult place of being like a father figure and my brother. And then, you know, same thing with my sister, if, you know, in a different life, she had still been born, but just not of like the my dad and her and his wife, you know, I think about those things. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. I know that it would probably give you, I guess your brother. And I'm honestly, you might, you guys might've been in closer, I think closer in age, maybe. I don't know. No, that doesn't make sense. It's just different. Like it's one of those what ifs. And even for you and your, in your circumstances, you know, do you ever wonder what it would have been like if you were the older one or if you were the younger one, or if you were more like your siblings, did you ever have those kind of questions? I always thought, I mean, so my brother, so my mom was also a middle child growing up. So I guess we shared that kind of understanding. Mm -hmm. My brother, however, my mother was the one in her house that acted most like the older sibling in the sense of she broke the barriers, she broke the rules, she pushed forward. My brother broke barriers and broke rules. And my brother was the sacrificial lamb for a lot of that stuff. So I got to I got to learn and see what not to do, what to do. 
mm-hmm. or maybe he softened my parents. So by the time I was old enough to go out <laughs> and do things, I actually got away with shit. Like, cause I was able to, cause I, I was, yeah. a little, I was a little smarter about it too. My brother was a little careless. Usually do- younger siblings tend to get away with more things because the parents have had, uh, like they're yeah. like, Oh, you know, whatever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, me and my brother got, we, me and my brother got the most beatings. So my yeah. sister didn't get any. So mm-hmm. I guess in that, I wasn't spared there. I was just, I guess in the sense, I, I gave, my parents had more trust in me. I think it was more like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't hide. I would say, I'm going to go do this. Um, I need five bucks. You know, but like when we, when I got older, I would say, Hey, you know, dad, can I get, can I like three, four bucks? I'm going to go buy a 40 at the store. I was like 17. He's like, you know, like he would, he would, it's like he would joke about it. And then he would be like, all right, here, here you go. Like he would like hook me up or I was going to go steal it anyways. But it was just like, he knew what I was doing and I communicated it with him. So regardless of, he would still get pissed at me if I came back drunk and I would get into it. But it was like, I was, I was okay with taking, I was okay with taking the heat for it and seeing where they were at before I did it. My brother would just do it. And just whatever happens, happens, didn't matter. And I would, you know, I would be, I would hang out with my brother sometimes. I would see some of the stuff he did. And I'm like, oh man, we're going to get in some trouble for this. And my brother would just be like, at the moment he would enjoy it. And he would deal with whatever came after that. And I don't know. It's a, it's very, it's very interesting how my brother went about things, Mm -hmm. but he never, he never spiraled and did like reckless stuff to the point where it was like, oh, we're going to have to worry about him. I think if I was the older child being the way that I am, I would have probably been in jail. I would have been bad. I would have been the one that did crazy stuff. Bad stuff. Well, thanks for being vulnerable right now. Yeah. I look at it. <laughs> I'd fly off the hinges. I'd, 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 I'd do some wild stuff. So I guess in a sense, my brother was the, the better older child. The middle child for me was better. I was like, all right. And and once again, growing up and our the way that we grew up probably impeded on my thought process a bit. So I I am in certain ways a, a rebel, but then at the same time also introverted and and like careful. Yeah, I would I would say you know what's interesting is that you and I grew up so differently, and yet I kind of I can relate to that. I think in a lot of ways, I was rebellious in my own way, but I also knew to be careful. You know, I had a really strict mom. Um, so I learned, you know, how to lie, how to get away with things. And yet there were times where like I would get caught and I'd be like, damn, I got caught, you know? So these are the types of lessons that I learned, you know, I knew cause I was also, I wasn't necessarily a black sheep. I'm labeled as difficult in my family. I'm the difficult one. Um, so I was difficult. I was very reserved, very to myself. And yet I was still like, okay, to do things. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting to have these types of conversations. And I think ultimately what it really comes down to, to start to, I guess, bring really the main point home is asking yourself what kind of relationships, if you have siblings, what kind of relationships do you have with your siblings? And if you don't have siblings, you know, how has that affected your development and how you see the world? Just like for my sister and people who are single children, single children or only children, rather, you know, 
the upbringing that they have, it, it affects their worldview of themselves, of others, just like siblings, right? With siblings, you always have to share, right? My mom was one of nine and, you know, her mom died and my, my grandmother died at a very young age. And one of her older sisters pretty much raised her as her own. And those things, you know, affected my mom in certain ways. So thinking about sibling dynamics, I think is an important aspect of ultimately learning how to build more meaningful relationships and a more meaningful life. I think the question that I would leave our listeners with is the one, the one that I just said, what kind of relationship do you have with your siblings? How has that affected your view of the world? And what kind of relationship do you want to have with your siblings now? Because just because you have a really good relationship, you know, doesn't mean it's always going to stay like that. Or just because you have a really bad relationship doesn't mean it has to stay like that. I think these are questions that, you know, we're not encouraged to ask ourselves, but it is a part of life because the way that you communicate with your family, with your siblings is a reflection of how you communicate to others in the world. Wow. Boom. That's all unrehearsed. That's off the dome. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I would like to close in saying that however you grew up or what do you think, do you think that if you were not siblings, would you encounter these people in the world, be their friends? Would they be part of your life? I say that because, you know, people say oh, you can't choose your family, but you can choose friends or whatever mm -hmm. you want to say. It makes me wonder. I always used to say, well, that person that you don't like in your family that you're related to, somebody else out there doesn't like them. <laughs> and I was like, I just thought that was kind of, I think it's kind of yeah. silly. I was like, you know, I like, think that's a good point. Yeah. So I just, I just wonder, like, are, are they, are these people that you would have in your life in some sort of fashion? Yeah. That's just, just food for thought good food for thought i would say well we appreciate you all for listening and have a wonderful wonderful night or day <laughs> bye